0: Live from a basement in undisclosed location in the Chicagoland area, it's the Hard Talk Podcast.
1: Welcome everybody to episode two of the Hard Talk Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm your host. I'm here with Josh and Yoel. Guys, I couldn't sleep last night. All I could think about was Courtney Love's attorneys (laughs) handing down a lawsuit for playing a Nirvana song. In our first episode. So we had to switch it up. I figured Billy Corrigan might be more accessible living in the local area. Local Chicago guy. Yeah, like Willing to negotiate? Perhaps. We have our first guest this episode. And in fact, he is our executive producer. His name is Aaron Wertheimer. Josh, you grew up with Aaron. Maybe go ahead and give a little explanation. Sure. Um, Aaron was an integral uh,
2: member of the crew that Led to the name of the podcast, Hard Talk. It was originally came about. We were in uh, the basement of uh, my good friend Harry Scher, at the time known as Svi. Uh, we watched a movie called Pump Up the Volume, great movie with Christian Slater, who uh, had an underground radio broadcast at that point, point. and uh, we just thought it'd be super cool after we saw it to do something like that in high school. We were in high school at the time. We were seniors. And, uh, we had the idea of, obviously we had no idea how to do a radio show, but we thought we could write a paper and, uh, make it sort of an underground paper where people wanted to read it. And we would discuss things that you couldn't really discuss in a sanctioned newspaper. So I said, one of the, one of Christian Slater's taglines in the movie was talk hard. So I said, let's call it talk hard. And chair said, let's call it hard talk. From then, it was born, and uh, the first person that we asked to be a part of it happens to be our executive producer, Aaron, who uh, I was in class with at the time and uh, thought he was extremely funny, and he'd be a perfect addition to
1: the crew. Okay, everybody. Here he is, Aaron Wertheimer. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Aaron, tell us a little about yourself.
3: Where are you from? Okay, well... Um... My wife always makes fun of me because whenever people ask where I'm from, I always like pause. I'm like, well, because I was raised, well, I was born in San Diego, lived there for a year. I was raised in Calgary, which is in Western Canada. I lived there till I was 12. And then I moved, my family moved to Skokie uh, before eighth grade. So going the summer going into eighth grade. Tough year to move. Right. So I, I never feel like, I, I never want to tell people, like people will ask me like, you know, are you from Chicago? And I'm like, well, not I don't feel totally like I'm from Chicago because I had a very, you know, my formative years in Calgary, very different uh, environment. So I'm like sort of from Cal. I, so I grew up in Calgary till I was 12, then moved to Skokie, basically. Had you ever met Yoel before you moved to Chicago? <laughs> well, when you were 12, I actually had. This is a memory I try to block out, not because of Yoel. <laughs> But just uh, my grandmother and uncle lived in... My dad's from Chicago, so my grandmother and uncle were here. So, so one summer, for some reason, my parents decided to send me and my brother from Calgary to Camp Mosheva in Wild Rose, Wisconsin. Summer of
0: 1987.
3: Is that when it was? That's when it maybe was. Maybe that was, after, was that fifth grade or um, something, fourth grade? I think grade? it
0: was maybe going into fifth or yeah. Yeah, something like that. So but I vaguely
3: remembered Yoel as somebody who... We weren't in the same cabin. I, was, I of course, was stuck how Mosheva would stick all the foreign people in I'm one kidding, cabin so that they could all have no friends <laughs> <laughs> and all dislike each other and everyone else would dislike them.
0: So the truth is we didn't even know. I mean, we were in the same class right. at Hiltor and, and further on, but um, we had no idea that you are at Mosheva until like years later we were in like the Lishka and it showed like different bunks and all of a sudden, oh. like there was actually a picture. I'm like, oh my God, Aaron, you actually <laughs> did go to Mosheva. I I tried to block out the yeah, memory, but I
3: remember that you, I think you were afraid to like poo because you didn't want to get AIDS oh that's not me oh that <laughs> wasn't you that's no, how I, I remembered would.
0: it yeah it could be something that was as most young children in the sleepaway camp they usually uh, don't like to go to the bathroom
3: yeah I didn't go for the first two weeks I remember <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah so I guess we did meet
0: yes and then so obviously he was in my my classmates in uh, eighth
1: grade
3: so you only rolled in eighth grade at Holodora Yes, I so I moved here the summer before 8th grade and then I went to Torah for that for 8th grade. Do you know that I only went to Torah for 8th grade
1: also? Wow, wow. We have that in common. Huge. Yeah. Okay, and then you became fr- friends with Yoel off the bat?
3: I mean, I feel like pretty quickly. Like the uh, I got lucky our class was pretty friendly and nice. Yes, I remember that'd... becoming friends with Josh Sternberg quick well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sadly Sternberg. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron yeah, that... Benjamin we Sal- became friends. Yeah,
0: Aaron and I were friends immediately. Um, I appreciated his sense of humor, uh, and sadly, I was uh, mocked. I mean, there were there were different like cliques in our class. Some of the girls would make fun of me, saying Aaron Wertheimer is so oh, funny. Yeah. So they would say it in a way that I would say it. Um, but yeah, basically, I was mocked for my friendship with Aaron, and I, I stuck up for uh, for Aaron to the bullies, and uh, we remained friends. Jordan, might that be his first W?
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah. I
3: appreciated that because I guess. I you know I I was probably too shy to talk to girls so the guys would say I was funny and the girls would be like what are you talking about He like, never says anything <laughs> so that became like a thing
1: and then you went to Ida Crown with these guys Then I went to Ida Crown and what was that like in high school in Chicago
3: relatively um, new crew Right I mean it was uh I felt like I, I pretty quickly you know felt comfortable in Skokie so by the time Ida Crown started I Felt pretty comfortable here, and then of course you're meeting all the other new people from other schools. And you had a are, brother there, and, brother. I, and my brother was there. So. He's two grades older than me. And um, you were buddies with him, Josh?
2: Uh, in, in high school, we were not. We became friends later.
3: Okay, we'll
1: get to that. Yeah,
3: and so I was a year younger than Josh. So you in didn't know his grade. I didn't know him until I had a crown. I mean, I I don't remember exactly when we I met, mean, but I remember I, I was friends with uh, someone who <laughs> was friends with Josh. <laughs> I think from Hill Tora. Torah. So basically,
0: no one since discussing it, no one's ever been friends with Josh. We've just been friends <laughs> no, with people that I, I, that I was friends that with. allegedly friends with. <laughs> right, we, like, no. we became
3: better friends like when I was a sophomore. But well, we were in the same when we year. So, oh yeah, right. So we were
2: in class together, and I used to like notice that there was this super funny guy that like nobody was like, how come like he's not like extremely famous because he's, he's really funny. <laughs> he's actually
0: always been ahead of the curve because this, he was the only one who drank Gatorade as a child. Oh yes. But like it didn't really become kosher. Well, he also to, like, had this. 20 yeah. years, like, <laughs> years later. He had, but he always had a Gatorade. Like he just knew. But he that, had like, this
2: Chandlers who would write like funny quotes that he would think of, or he would hear people say. And I one time looked at his Chandlers and I like was dying. Every quote Oh yeah, was and then the people next. would borrow
3: my Chandlers to like if they had to go to the bathroom or something. I'd be like, can I read your Chandlers while I? It was it was dumb. It was super funny.
0: Just going to that class was it that you were a, like a level lower because the way it works in Ida Crown was that. Freshmen are always in freshman class, and then there was like seven levels of Gemara. and it started for like two through seven, or maybe I guess one through seven, uh, from sophomores through you know to right, so seniors. So the right. question was, was Aaron in like in a higher up class, were you in a lower down? No, I was lower down. I, I actually
2: moved <laughs> okay. up. I moved up halfway towards the year to a different rabbi, but for that first part of the year, I was in the junior gotcha. lower or sophomore, I guess, honors. Right,
3: I feel like we it wasn't like the lowest level. No, no it wasn't. It was a meeting. lower level. Yeah, It I,
2: wasn't like in that place where we like- We
0: were sitting comfortably at, at level six and with Rebbe Hollander. so you guys right, were- right. We, we were at a low, low enough level
3: that we didn't talk about what level we were at. <laughs> right, right. Because there was no nothing... Oh, we only discussed what level we were at. <laughs> right. We're like
1: ahead of you guys. Now, your family has always had, or used to have a newspaper in the Chicagoland
3: area. Would you say Correct. it was called the Chicago Jewish Star? I would Is say that, that yes. <laughs>
0: Was <laughs> it just called? Oh, it was called the, the
3: Jewish Star or the Chicago Jewish. Star? Well, in Ca- so my parents had the paper in Canada, and it, there it was just called the Jewish Star. It was in Calgary and Edmonton mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and then when they they moved to Chicago and started a newspaper here, and it it actually yeah it closed in two thousand eighteen. I'm sorry to hear that. I I, w- I once graced the cover. Yeah, I actually
0: have one memory of the newspaper, and it actually has to do with the two gentlemen sitting here. Mm. But uh, I guess as we'll discuss it, <laughs> perhaps uh, in terms of the origins. Well, I wanted to of, know of this podcast. It was right. actually meant who made front page news yes. in this newspaper defending the. Uh, and I happen yeah. to have been downtown. I don't, I don't even remember why. I probably was seeing a movie or something. I don't know. But um, and I remember seeing the. George why did you Star go downtown to see? In a movie? I, I was also in high school. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> I, so I, I think <laughs> I, I had one friend downtown, actually, and Josh's a friend class. of mine. Yes,
2: <laughs> once again, friend of a friend. I don't know
0: what it was. There's it was a bunch of people going, and I just remember being, or maybe went downtown. She lived to right school. down the block from yeah. the movie theater, and maybe we we just thought all of a sudden I see like a, a like a Jewish Starbucks, and I'm just reading on it, and it literally says it was like front page news like downtown Chicago about
1: hard talk. Was the circulation that vast that they just had boxes downtown? Um. Yeah, they Jewish had a pretty big
3: circulation for a while. They had boxes all over the Chicagoland area.
1: Wow. Yeah. Would you say that's where you got your creativity from? I mean, does that is that in the family?
3: I guess the support of being creative, doing creative things, is in the family. Okay. So, Would you yes. say your
0: father's more of a journalist or a uh, entertainer? <laughs> more of a journalist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, I consider you an entertainer. Thanks. So.
1: Let's jump in. Hard talk. What went down? When did this happen, Josh? Um,
2: So I told you kind of how it started. And then uh, we were discussing who should be asked to be part of the the, uh, experiment because we wanted it to be sort of a recurring thing. That was the original point of it. Um, So immediately I said, Aaron's got to be part of this because he's the funniest person I know. I don't remember where I approached you about it. I think it was probably in school, I'm guessing.
1: I don't remember either.
2: And then um, a couple other guys were asked... uh, to be to be part of it,
1: so it was just you and Cher originally.
2: Yes, yeah, so it was me and Cher originally. Um, one of our friends also was, I think, in the in the room at the time, and then um, Aaron and a couple of other people were brought yeah. on later. Um, and then we uh, decided to before winter. The, the plan the plan was that we wanted it to be like a thing, and then kind of have a break so we wouldn't we didn't get in trouble. So we decided to do it the day before winter break happened, which yeah. was like the end of '93
1: the end of 93. December 93.
2: I have a a
0: correction to that because I remember uh, foolish things. The circulation happened to have been on a weekend. Right. Okay. So that week, that Thursday night was um, Hanukkah banquet.
2: Okay.
0: And there was some sort of paintball activity going on that Sunday because some people got to it a little early. But that's besides the point. So it came out over the weekend. I remember exactly. Wait, hold on.
1: So what was the correction? Yeah. He said before winter. Break. No, he said
0: the day before. because or whatever, A couple. Oh. Days there was before. the whole the whole week. Uh-huh. There was like rallies in the school. It was like very important. Okay. Like right. The first that's week, okay. Yeah. Good yeah, point. Good there was, point. There was, it was like there a whole, was, it was it was like a blow. Up. It wasn't it was, just like it came the, out. They right. got in trouble. It, it was, was like a whole a blow up. Like fair. everyone, like it was a protest. Students was
2: walked out of days. the classroom. It was basically right on the heels of winter break. So. Um, okay, hold
1: on. So back up. So you come up with the idea. Yeah. How long until you put it out? I mean, you had to uh, write it.
2: Probably a week or so. I think, Aaron, uh, if I don't if I recall correctly, you kind of designed it.
3: Yeah, I um, like printed it <laughs> and designed I it, it. I typed it on my parents'
2: yeah. computer at night. And then we had to go to Kinkos to make copies. At that point, Who, so there were yeah. other. Oh no I no mean, oh, Someone's house. house. Someone. We had a photocopier in no. the basement. Yeah, someone yes. had a house that, um, that was we me. used. Right.
1: Yeah. So it was like four guys each wrote their own articles, or you wrote the whole thing.
2: No, each wrote their own articles. I wrote like the intro and the conclusion. That everyone kind of wrote an article about uh, random things. It was five of us. Five of them, right? Five of us.
3: Yeah. Aaron, what did you write? I wrote an article that was just like a day in the life of a Ida Crown student. It was just like a sarcastic. Thing trying to point out like the hypocrisy of the school and like I don't know it was I, all I remember about it is it was something about like you know you're all you're like wearing tights and davening, and then like you take them off when you leave and go to Domino's to eat pizza <laughs> or I don't know you know just like um and, and I also to just get like, your airing, you have to take how, your earring out then right. Right back in so you're is the and home like how boring up. school is and it was just you know stuff you would think right. of when you were like fifteen but right. you were sixteen I think I was fifteen at the time. I had just because turned sixteen. I was um, I was on the brink no, of turning sixteen. No, yeah, because we it was 17. junior year. You were
0: you were a junior and you
2: were
1: right. I was a it was. Senior. De- so my birthday oh, is the end of December. So like, I, I was yes. fifteen technically. Okay, and then how does it go out?
2: So we obviously we couldn't give it out during school. So we had a plan. We knew one of the janitors there, friendly with him, and he uh, unlocked the one of the windows um, off the parking lot to let us in. It was it was actually a cold night, and we. Uh, dressed all in black. We had the Mission Impossible soundtrack Mm -hmm. going on, and we uh, went in the school and kind of put it in every third locker because the point was that we wanted people to want it. If we gave it to everyone, it wouldn't be as a thing where people needed to see it. So we put it in every third or fourth locker, and uh, this was like late at night, and then the next day we walked in and we saw people reading it. What was people's reactions? People were pretty shocked i would say people were pretty like everyone everyone was talking about Well, it. what was shocking um the fact that you know they had this paper in their locker that was the complete opposite of anything that the school had ever sanctioned in terms of being able to write it was just a lot of a lot of curse words a lot of curse words a lot of anger a lot of just kids you know being kids attacks on it was like speaking out against the
3: administration teachers. and right. stuff Principles. Um, I think people also were like, who did this? They were trying to figure out. Everyone's right. trying to so figure it out.
1: So it was anonymous. Yes. Yes. Did you make up names or you didn't have bylines? We lines? made up names. You made up
2: names.
3: Right. Do we you remember the Yeah, I was. Guy, I Smiley. guy, I was guy you Smiley. Guy Smiley. Yeah. See, so yeah, I remember that. I was Don.
2: Don? Don what? I mean, it came from the- D-A-W-N? Yeah, it came it from PM like like Don, which was a singer in the Dawn 90s. Don sounds like an American gladiator or something like that. Like, a Don. It was, a, it was a, a spinoff of the PM Dawn singer.
0: Well, I just want to go back. <clears throat> Why wasn't I asked? Like, we were friends.
2: Good question. Good question. And I you believe, funny I believe we said, is Yoel worthy? And, you know, he was quickly shot down. <laughs> was I was not e- part was, of the discussion. Was my name
3: even floated or no? I think it was floated. I you do. know, I think, as I recall, what happened is there was a pool sheet yes. every week, which was where there was, like, people would gamble, bet on, like, football games, and there was a sheet would come out with everybody's bets sheet. yes an and on sheet. the back of the sheet there's a confidence pool. right so it was like before the end it was before the internet so it was like people would place their bets and then a sheet would be distributed that would have everyone's bets on it so you could see who won. Like the t- like a table um, of like everyone's. Like you bet on each ga- the winner right. of each right. game. The confidence pool, it was like numbers. So you and put and your then,
0: confidence and then there was always like jokes on the side in the corner Right. right. So on the of back of it, there was be always
3: jokes. jokes. So me and somebody else would get asked to write these jokes. Right. So then we oh, were, were also asked to be part of Hard right. Talk. Right. I, I actually wrote the jokes. I
2: think what gave me the confidence I was actually asked to write the jokes one week and I thought, hey, if I can do this, I can I can write a paper. So um, but that that thing was going on for years before Hard Talk. I mean, there were the pool sheet was legendary. Yes. Okay, and right. And, and, and
3: you, also you, no one ever got in trouble for it. Never. So I think no. we thought the school knew what's about the big deal it? about right. a newspaper, people do the pool sheet. Right. Like we're not gonna get in trouble for this.
1: Right. And just to be clear, you'll you were never asked to <laughs> write the jokes for the pool sheet.
0: <laughs> I, was busily, I was busy I was busy winning money in the pool. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I, I, I'm not sure how that... Uh, but I, I think that the pool she actually stopped after it did. Uh, after hard talk. I it think did. they they put, it, they put that to rest
1: and they put everything. Even though the, else like Aaron said,
2: the school knew it was going yeah, on. they was, just they turned a blind eye.
1: Okay, and so what was the fallout? What happened after it came out? Um, Give me the timeline.
2: So the fallout there was there was a uh, one of the rabbis there that sort of got uh, the girls specifically to protest. I guess it was sort of like the first what girl? the first Me Too movement. Yes, Um where they were protesting in the halls and were very upset and. Uh, because I mean,
3: they, I'll they, say there were some, there was uh, one of the articles was like a bunch of jokes of making fun of people in right, the school, right? Mm. Which was, you know, no, and there were other articles. it was bad. It was I mean, wrong. There were other wrong.
0: articles about how to treat freshmen and the freshmen. Right. But face, nobody, but, but no, nobody, nobody no named. Names. No, names. no, no, of course. Right. Except for in this one article. So they named names. They actually yes. named, yes. they were making yes. fun
3: of, one article was making fun of people specifically. And so that is really what people got upset about.
2: People got that's true. People got very upset about that specific page. Cause that was really, that was mean and that was wrong clearly. And I think that's what got a lot of people motivated to find out who wrote it. There was an assembly, all school assembly.
0: I, I actually spoke in the school assembly. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anybody who can get up, want to speak. And there were like 20, like 25 girls speaking about like, you know, once again, discussing the me too movement. Um, and I got up there cause they canceled lunch ball <laughs> So because it's like, what do guys do guys play ball during lunch? So I got up there. I'm like, you can't like, Okay, people wrote it, but like you, you know, you can't punish everybody. Like it's not a guys versus girls thing. So, I spoke up for lunch bowl, and I think so. That you was, spoke th- up for yourself. Basically <laughs> yes, that I was one day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, correct. Well, I think it was like two days, but I think that was like Wednesday, and then Thursday was already like the big Hanukkah banquet because there was no school Friday. It was like the beginning of winter right, break, right? Mm. So I and I think that uh, when did the hammer drop? Well, first
1: was, of all, you day I, I, I want to yeah, back I up to something. Thursday, just right. to give a better picture, you'll, you have an astute memory. Yeah. Tell me every single article that was in hard talk. Cause I know you remember.
0: There was one is an attack on the principal. You know what happened to the, you know, the nice guy. And another one was about the rule. You know what? Like, Oh yeah. There was like a fine. Like if you weren't like wearing stitches, like they like find you like $2 or something like that. Yep. There was one a typical day, a typical day in the academy. That guy Smiley wrote. Mm -hmm. There was another article written by, oh, written how freshmen should be treated in our school. Like they're treated as equals, but really in normal high schools, they should be put down and like kicked to the side. And that's not being done in our school. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I, and then the last article is like just like attacking people and making fun of people and right. making jokes.
2: Which by the way, the last page is like a, a regular pool sheet that yeah, Right. That
3: we, that's again. also why we. I was aware of that last page. I could say I wasn't aware of it. But, but the pool sheet was only given bad. out.
0: But the pool sheet was only given out to like the twenty people who were in the right. pool that week. Right. right. We didn't right. realize it wasn't school.
2: The magnitude. Right. The
3: magnitude. And I also just want to say before we get into the fallout, from my personal point of view, I had written a little bit for the school newspaper, The Crown Prince. So as a kid of journalists, I liked newspapers and I liked creative writing and stuff. And So um, you, you took a journalistic approach? No, so I'm just saying, so there were a couple of times where I tried to write articles for the Crown Prince and they wouldn't let me. Like one time I wanted to review Bobby Brown's new album and he had a song <laughs> called "Humping Around. And the, t- the teacher who was like overseeing the Crown Prince was like, you can't write this song title. I was like, but that's the single. And she was like, "You can't write something around." I was like, "He's just talking about like messing around," and she wouldn't let me. And I was like, "Man, f this! Like, yeah. I, I don't like all this. Why do I have to ask this stupid teacher? Like, if I can write a review of a Bobby Brown album, like I just want to write." So there was an element of like, we just want to write our own stuff right. without but, supervision. Right. Without... But looking
0: back at Bobby Brown's career, it looks like she was she was correct. It was still a good album.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he did he did go downhill from it's- there. Perhaps so, because he didn't get the publicity from having exactly, album viewed in the Crown Prince.
1: <laughs> so it was more about artistic freedom for you.
3: Uh, that was a big part of it.
1: And were all of you guys involved in the distribution? Like everyone that wrote for it knew what was coming, knew it was going to be put in every single locker. Uh, not, 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 it, not
2: everyone. Only a few of us it. went to. Right. You and I went to the Me school. Me and you went to the school with one other guy, one other person, and that was it. But everyone knew what was in the paper. I mean, there were no there were no secrets from anyone. Josh, you were the ringleader. Uh, I wouldn't say I was the ringleader. I would say I was one of the original creators of it, but I think we were all kind of in it together.
1: Okay. Since Shayer uh, like specifically wanted to be a part of this discussion also, maybe he will be (laughs) one day. And so obviously he's okay with, uh, us using his name. What did he write?
2: He wrote... The Freshman? No, he wrote the article about the (laughs) principal. (laughs) Okay.
0: Who have to be related to... The the irony I I
1: won't get into,
2: but it was quite ironic.
0: Yeah, yours is also a little ironic, but we won't get into into that.
1: I don't know if he'll be okay with us mentioning that, but there's no going back at this point. He asked for it, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so back to the fallout. So, what happens? Yoel, you know the timeline. You guys all school know. School is
0: cracking down. Then there. The girls are speaking out. There's an assembly. Out. And, yeah. like, there's a lot of pressure. He was from, getting like, the board. He was getting
3: hot, hotter. There was a lot of pressure. The board the- was made yes. aware. Yes. And, yeah. Um, some parents were very upset because yeah. their kids Even were mentioned in it.
0: There was a lot of pressure on the school to find the perpetrators in this, in this scenario. Yes. So, I don't know what happened. Mm. And. I don't know how they first got any, um, you know, I mean, I, I was excited because it was the last day of school and I thought, okay, we got through it. It's right. over. Monday, and Tuesday, it was like nothing. All of a sudden Thursday, it was right. like it exploded. classes were like canceled. And, like, and uh, then I heard my, right my name called on the
2: loudspeaker. No, Josh wrote, Josh, please come to the office. <laughs> and, uh, I knew right away that was it. And well, I went in. And by the way, there was, so lunch ball. Say, there was lunch ball
0: on Thursday. Oh, that's right. good. How many points up. did you score? <laughs> what, was your, what were your numbers? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. <laughs> I have to go check.
3: I faked sick the day of the assembly. And then I was called into the principal's office because they told me, before anyone else was called in, they said, Everybody, like every single person we asked who did this, said you. So I was called into the office and kind of like um, interrogated by the principal who told me, you know, that I was a bad, they, they had searched my locker and they oh. were like, we found these stories you wrote and yeah, the, there's like all I, these I, rap I, lyrics written in your notebooks that are like swears. And you're like, you know, basically tell me I'm a bad person. And, and I all do have stuff. an addition because okay.
0: uh, I think, uh, uh, I think Salzman drew a picture in your Chandler's, of a the body, uh, it was like, I think it was like the body of a sheep and like, <laughs> and like the head of like, of Robbie Meyers that or something like that. So like, they were just like, I guess, you know, yes. his Chandler's was mentioned earlier. So I guess his Chandler's had a lot of data in there and yeah. I guess they used that, the Chandler's, whoever wrote in there, it was like collective.
3: Right, cause they searched our lockers, illegal search. yep And they pulled out stuff, they read through it. So anyway, so I was called in and they were like, we know that you were involved, I admitted it. And then they were like, if you tell us who else was involved, um, we won't get any, no one will get in trouble. <laughs> so you I that? did believe it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was like 15 going on 16. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, so I just said who else was involved. No. And then they were so like, right away when everyone. I said the last name, as I was finishing the last name, he was like, you're kicked out of this school. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> because when I walked in, um, wait, so I, hold on, yeah. hold on.
1: You read it on everyone.
3: Yes. I mean, I, yeah, I did.
1: Do you think they knew the others before they talked to you?
3: But I read it thinking no one was going to get in trouble. I mean, I foolishly trusted him. I, you know, if it was me today, I probably would have not, I would have been like, F you. I'm not telling you anything. I had nothing to do with it or something. Right. Okay. At the time I was not, I was not used to like, like I would get in trouble at school here and there for not, you know, I would have to write these essays
0: or detention for not
3: it. like for being late to davening and stuff, but nothing like major like this. And also you were like from Calgary. So
1: yes, it <laughs> was trusting, well, a few years was trusting, out. trusting, yeah. Canadian. Okay, Josh.
2: Um, and so the when I was called in, which was like literally right before school I was about to be out, it was break. Thursday, right? It was like, yeah. yeah, it was like, I was like an hour left in the day and I was like just praying that I would get through the day. And of course, right when I walked into the principal's office, uh, I think I saw Aaron there. I don't, I don't know if you were there or not, but Cher was definitely there. And the principal said, I know what you wrote. I know which article you wrote. There's no sense in denying it, but I need you to admit it. So then I kind of looked at Cher like, should I say it? And he looked at me like, yeah, you just admit it. So I just said, okay. I was put in a room with the old detention monitor uh, for like two hours till school ended. And then uh, my parents had to come and they basically said, you know, you're out uh and so we all got thrown You're out, out thrown we all fully got expelled. Out,
0: fully expelled fully mm-hmm. expelled at that point did you get a refund for when, for Hanukkah banquet <laughs> <laughs> uh enough.
2: yeah i was pretty depressed um you know i just went home that day and um how did your parents react um well i had denied it to them like the day before oh. and i said <laughs> like, like, didn- you, you, you never believe in me
1: <laughs> i promise yeah, i had that. nothing to
2: do with this So, like, okay you know we believe you yeah. <laughs> i swear in your grave yeah i'm, yeah. Like, I'm like i <laughs> had nothing and so they were obviously disappointed and upset and i actually remember a uh, funny story i think yo, all this might have been you i someone i had like all my books for you know for for the year because i was leaving the school forever and Someone, as I'm leaving the school, was like, did you get kicked out? I was like, no, I just have a lot of homework today. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I had, like, 60 books in my in my hand. Um, and so that was basically – I thought I was never going – you know, that was it. Um,
0: Where was this in terms of – did you already apply to colleges? I don't remember. Okay. I definitely was – I don't know if I got in the way. Yeah, I, I right. De- I, I definitely right. thought
2: my life was over at that point. Like, you're thinking you're a kid. You're like, this is it. Like, my life is done. Like, I'm never going to do anything again. And from that point, just skipping forward a little bit, so obviously there was – Kind of a little bit of a motion, thanks to the Jewish Star, to get us back in the school and say, "Hey, these kids are kids, and they made a mistake." But this pool sheet and other things have been going on for years with with no. But do you
0: feel like that? I mean, I often like make excuses for myself, knowing it's wrong. Like that pool sheet is not really a defense for what no. Was it, done. Was it, it was wrong. Right, no like, no, oh, I, I didn't know it was wrong. Like we always did it. I no, thought I, it was I right. I think like probably yeah.
3: most of us think. The a page naming people making fun of them yeah, that was wrong. 100% yeah. wrong. I don't personally think the rest of it was wrong, like right. expressing dislike frustration the school, at the school and frustration, that's okay. To feel it's okay. wrong
0: to, play, to pay $2 for not wearing titses. Right,
3: yes.
1: So Aaron, so yes. your parents took a different mm-hmm. approach because of their journalistic background, would you well, say? Well, yeah, They, I
3: think they understood, they were more like the school is wrong to react this harshly. Oh, that's the best. You know, you guys are just trying my, to like express to yourself. Me. Yeah, so they felt like we were trying to express ourselves, and, you know, that should be encouraged more than, uh, wow. you know, stomped on.
0: Josh, did your parents react the same way?
3: Uh, they did not. They basically <laughs> said, you know, you're dead to us. I mean, my parents didn't say, like, you know, they, I, I don't think I got in trouble. They weren't, like, happy about it. No, but of course. Overall, but they're, like, they defending you. Like, like,
0: okay, you made a mistake, but, right. like. This- like, the punishment yeah. necessarily
2: didn't fit the crime. right.
0: Well, your parents, Josh. Were your parents like, okay, you're going to Mather like when oh, yeah. the winter break starts? Yeah, I yeah. Winter break starts to, to Mather. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then I, I think some other parents also were like, this seems like a harsh punishment. So there was um, some some pushback on us being kicked out. In well, the end, we weren't officially kicked out. Well, thankfully,
2: there was one of one of the people involved, parents were very involved on the board, and I think they kind of helped to gain some trust of other members to try to help push us back in. And you know, we had to go on like on an apology tour and. We had to apologize to the people that were heard and to some of the parents. But,
1: uh, so how did you do that? You met yeah. one-on-one with parents? Uh,
2: a couple of them, yes. Uh, most of them, though, we had to make a speech in school like an assembly apologizing for. Oh, you did? I didn't I do did. that. You well, I don't know if you were there, but me. What me well,
3: for me, they said I had to come to the school and speak in front of a few, like the principal and a few other people and plead my case. And I wrote a speech that was basically saying my perspective of it and that I don't want to be at the school anymore. Really. So that's what I did, and then I because they were like, you can come back, but you'll be suspended for right. a but month and be on probation, all this stuff. And I yeah. was like, I don't even want to here anymore. No <laughs> one,
0: no one ever apologized to any of the the, the boys for no lunch ball. So Josh, if,
2: um,
3: if you're ready, I know you're. here. I, I, it's, you're, way, you deserve an apology. It's very them. clear. I'm still very upset.
1: <laughs> Yoel was left out, and it's very clear you're trying to insert yourself into this. Make it about yourself. That yeah. was what we were thinking it about. Was. It was.
0: It was very upsetting at the time. It, we, there was still no
1: apology. Okay, so you, you, Josh, you were a senior. You were a junior. Yes. You didn't want to get back in. You didn't go back. Josh? I did go back. In what capacity?
2: It was pretty much on probation. Uh, I couldn't go to any, like, I didn't go on the senior trip. I didn't go to graduation. Um, I was able to play softball. That was only th- really the only thing I cared about. I also, um,
3: by the way, played softball you as you a senior I think it, yeah. at Evanston. They let me play in the league. You said we did when we were. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's when all we I cared about. Yeah. I mean, it was different for you because you had one semester left. I had a right. year and a half right. left, so I wasn't going right. to return. Right. So
1: you you started at Evanston right after winter break? Yes. Okay, and you actually went back to school, Josh. I went back. There was a couple so you were months. Not you not No, expelled. no, he he had there, like there, there, there were like were six weeks like off. Six. I basically yeah. had, was like
2: homeschooled, and then I came back like towards the mm. the middle of second semester.
1: And without naming names except for Cher, who you could talk about, I guess, <laughs> um, everyone else was kicked out. They came back. How did that I uh, mean? Came, nobody so so else. We came were back.
3: initially kicked out, and then they walked it back and right. said, "You can return, but yeah. under these conditions."
0: Three guys didn't return, and just uh, Josh the and
2: Cher came back. Return
1: right. You and Cher.
3: There was
2: another senior who just. I think just got a degree without going to school. And then there was Aaron and there was another junior that didn't return.
1: Now moving on past hard talk, Aaron, where'd you go afterwards? You went to Evanston, you graduated from Evanston. Did you stay in touch with these guys? Did you meet up with them in college later? How did that? Um, Yeah.
3: So I went to Evanston, which is like the opposite school. You know, there's like, I don't know how many people, like 2,200 people there or something at the time. So it was a very different school. There's like security and like Fist fights in the lunchroom and stuff. Um, I mean, it was overall a good school, but just I was never involved. I just at that point, I was a little bit scared straight. You know, I was like, I don't want to be involved in anything. Like at some point, I remember in gym, this kid was like inviting me to a party. And he was like, I could tell like you would fit in at this party and stuff. Like I didn't want to be I just didn't go like I didn't want to be friends with the bad kids I didn't want to get in trouble I just wanted to like put my head down your, do your time have a good GPA did you bring your Chandler's with you no I didn't okay. do anything <laughs> left like it. that in so I was I just like got good grades you know did you become made, friends with anyone I was friends with people like in school but not really like outside of school I didn't have a girlfriend when I was a senior must be nice um so that was from, Evanston. Cool. from Evanston from Evanston but, but you, I, I, I kept a low profile. I just wanted to graduate. I most of your really friends were still from your... your most yeah, most of them, friends I, I remained friends, friends yeah, with all, people with from I had a Crown yeah. and stuff. I just... You know, at that point, I was like a junior and stuff. All I right. wasn't trying to make new friends.
1: Okay, so then then you went off to college afterwards?
3: Then I went to college. I did try to go... I made sort of a half-assed attempt to go to Israel for a year. New because Joshua all my said. friends were going. I was learning with somebody at the Colel. To, because you had to, like, kind of... No. Do some Gemara or something. What, I was never strong in Skokie. The Skokie call. They didn't let me into any school, probably because of I had a crown. I didn't have like good recommendations. I wasn't didn't really go good with, at like, Gemara. Uh, Friedman and those guys to Israel. I wanted like, to go Umasa to that to Midrash Umasa, but I didn't, I didn't get endo- Okay. So I went straight to college. And Josh, where'd you, wh- where'd, you where'd you go? go? Brandeis? Brandeis? Brandeis.
2: After high school, I went to college for a year, and then I went to Israel.
1: And then you went to Israel after a year of
3: college. Yes. Where'd you
0: go to UIC? Correct. Did you call it the circle or circle Uh, as my father called it? Uh, Probably the circle.
1: You were in Israel with our class. Yes. Oh, Oh, because you went a year later. Yes. Okay. And Aaron, so now that you get to college artistic freedom wise, is that where everything opened up again?
3: Yeah. I was happy to be in college. I was making friends there, made a lot of good friends in college and I don't know, probably like partied a lot. I wasn't really doing anything artistic exactly, but. what did you study? I studied English. English So that literature. probably opens up a lot of doors for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I was I was truthfully more just interested in like hanging out and like having fun.
1: What was the scene like in Boston in the mid to late 90s? <laughs>
3: um, I don't know. It was fun. It was like going to concerts and uh, a lot of like hanging out on campus, I don't know doing drugs and walking around. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sounds what awesome. my friends and I were into. <laughs> so and yeah, made good friends. And I would sometimes make little movies like and stuff with people. And I don't know.
1: Okay, so were you in touch with these guys at all uh, during those years? Or was um, it later that you reconnected? Joel, Yo, you, like, st- you still haven't reconnected with. <laughs> not connected to anybody. I, no,
0: actually, were you at my wedding? You were at my wedding. I was, was at, you? at your wedding. Yeah. I met him. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, his he actually, was at my wedding in 1997. Okay, yeah. did
1: you go to his wedding?
0: I wasn't. I wasn't invited. <laughs> you were. You were invited. invited. We have proof. He, he never sent an email.
3: Hmm. He found the email. I can attest yes. to that. Yo okay. was invited. Did I anybody. respond to the email? Well, I, I Wait, would say. Th- we, I think
0: he asked for my address. Was that what it was? I asked for you your address, and I, you
3: gave me your address with no other words <laughs> in <that>. you, <laughs> Not you, even a you like 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 mazel tov. You were just like, here, here's, <laughs> okay, you walk, here's, here's <laughs> my address. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we reconnected a little bit because we were in a fantasy fantasy baseball league together. true. And sometimes you would call me. And Josh was also. I was also. Josh was in it too. And you, you would some Yoel, you would sometimes call me on the phone yes to I've, like talk about baseball I was like oh Yoel's is calling me
0: yeah <laughs> I've since changed uh, calling people I don't okay. call people anymore
3: right okay. and that was in like the early mid 2000s right. but you
0: were maybe. you were living in New York yeah,
3: I was you, living in you, New yeah. York yeah. he didn't yeah.
0: move back to Chicago till recently no right I mean.
1: no but I thought after college you did
3: live <clears> in Chicago <throat> specifically I lived in Chicago for like uh, a couple years after college I yeah. forgetting well, about nineteen ninety nine right so I left Brandeis um and because i realized i wanted to study film they didn't have film production there so i went to school at columbia college in chicago and that's and josh and i became roommates how with, did that happen so we kind of reconnected
2: somehow yeah i remember i was uh, i was hanging out in your house and uh, our other friend was there yes and you guys were looking for an apartment in lakeview and i was looking for an apartment in lakeview and we're like why don't we just all live together who Bibi? Yep. yep, and right. uh, and we decided just to get a three-bedroom uh, together on on Berry Street, which was mm-hmm. uh, an awesome year. It was a great year. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: So it's three-bedroom, how many bath?
2: One bath. That was the bad yeah. part, but um, it was just a great
0: year, a great, year, great experience uh, living in Lakeview. Was there any thoughts in like one room having a bunk bed or two beds, and then it's opening up like another room for like, an office? No, you or know how we like, did it, though? You know, we, uh, I still remember
2: this. We did some kind of like, we put like one, two, three in a hat, and whoever got... Like the number got them a there was a room that was I think much bigger that was room. mine <laughs> yeah. like by far like the other the, our other roommate was like a third of my size yeah I just um, had really a mattress wise. on a floor
1: yeah. and not much else yeah so in the last episode we kind of talked about our personalities and issues and Josh specifically turned out to be like an uptight psychopath <laughs> so uh, did you get that sense when you were living with him then or is no. that something that maybe developed I don't more think recently? he was
3: very uptight at all I mean. You were just starting to work right. at the time, right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you were going to work. We, uh, it was very relaxed. Like no one ever got into any fights or anything. The only thing is our other roommate would read the newspaper. <laughs> we had a subscription <laughs> to the newspaper. That's where we'd check sports scores. Yeah. He would never, he would fold it as he read it and never unfold it. <laughs> It'd be like page seven. And Josh like, and I would talk about it. <laughs> and I was then so pissed. We were like, what should we do to get him back? Like, let's fold it differently. <laughs> and then we told him one day and he was like, I didn't even notice. Like <laughs> you guys could just have told yeah. me. Was Josh neat? They like were.
0: Uh, I mean, he's had a messy person. Uh, yeah, I mean, was, he, was he was neat. We were, we we're all we were all pretty neat. But you weren't I mean, like wiping down counters. Back no,
2: then. no, no. I my my no. my craziness of and, and, and cleaning didn't start until much later.
3: We were good roommates. We would play video games. We there was would a lot hang of fun. Out. We yeah. would invite other people over. We went right by Wrigley
2: Field. Went to a lot of Cubs games. Eat right rice. Field. Would
3: you eat a lot of rice? I did eat a lot of rice. A lot of pl- that was the first time I saw someone eat just plain rice <laughs> yeah. as a meal. Did you eat it
0: with what did you eat it with? With chapsticks? With um, the- no, no, no. I'm guessing spoon. with you. Spoon. A spoon. Yeah. yeah even yeah. though like most adults would use a never. fork.
2: I use a fork for almost nothing. A spoon is always <laughs> preferable. What does that mean? I just don't like using. What about carbs.
1: like do you use a spoon and a knife to cut up chicken? No, but like if <laughs> he I needs am, OT, like, that's the number one thing Josh, for sure. But, Josh. Like anything
2: that you could possibly use a spoon for, I will go with a spoon. But
0: even your grip of the spoon is incorrect.
2: I have a lot, like I said, a lot of problems.
1: <laughs> do you ever? Would you ever utilize a spork? An um, old Mosheva. I'm yeah. not.
2: A, I'm not a spork guy no.
1: And then Aaron. So subsequently, after Columbia College, you move back to New York and mm-hmm. get into the film business
3: immediately. Um, no, I was. Uh, after Columbia College, I traveled a bit. I traveled in, to where? To Paris. I was in Paris for three months, um, just because I I, w- I just was reading a lot of authors who had spent time there, and I was interested in Paris. So I saved up money and just lived in a hotel for three months. Did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, it was or awesome. Or it was just like a regular. City, it was like- also like because of my age, I was like twenty or I was twenty one, so it was just like being mm-hmm. on my own in a hotel in Paris, just like wandering around and stuff. Was it it like was a, awesome. a youth hostel? Or no, like- just a hotel. How much was it at night? It, was, oh, uh, it, was, like a it was the equivalent of like $20 a night. Okay. And it was like right in the center of everything. So it was cool. How was your French? Were you- um, it was okay. It was okay. not, I could, get around, I could get around enough, but not conversationally.
1: And you were doing what in Paris?
3: Just nothing. I was just observing around. Being- I would, every day I would like go somewhere. And then maybe like the Picasso museum or something. For a month, my friend Anthony was there with me. And then I had a girlfriend at the time. She came for a few weeks. Yeah, just kind of bumming around. Like, okay. Like now if I life. was if I was in Paris now, I'd just watch TV. <laughs> right. In your hotel room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was in Chicago for a bit. I was working at a law firm as a legal secretary just to like make money. And then I moved to New York and lived in a house with five other people, like kind of like art. Our- did you live in williamsburg did you live uh, in williamsburg then, i did no? spend i first moved to park slope then oh. we moved to our house got condemned and <laughs> we moved to uh williams south williamsburg this was i moved to new york in 2002 okay so the year after 9 11. what was that like uh, so the atmosphere there was everyone was like on edge it was oh no it was actually great oh. it was like everyone was like Friendly. friends wow. it was yeah. like we all went through this thing and we're all in it together so it was like a great atmosphere. Did nice. you tell
0: people you really didn't go through it because <laughs> like, you're in I Chicago?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have done okay. it because I was yeah. in Chicago. But yeah, um and then uh I was just like working at a bakery. I didn't I wasn't maybe as ambitious as these other two. I was just kind of doing whatever. I was like working at a bakery for a while, then I was like temping, working at a nonprofit, doing kind of like film stuff on the side. I do remember I when, really we were, take film seriously, yes. when we were living
2: together. We did work at a video store. So we got a lot oh, yeah. of free, we a lot sure, of free we videos. A video store. It was a lot of
3: fun. Well, it
0: was VHS or it was CDs? Or that DVDs? was right when DVDs started DVDs, being I a
2: thing. Yeah. But they also had
3: VHS. It actually was they primarily gay porn, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. how they made most of their money. Did they have Blu ray or no? Well, no Lakeview. What do you expect? Yeah.
1: Okay. So I, I have seen, you'll turn me on to some YouTube videos Oh yeah, that you were a part of. Right. Um, what era was that? New
3: York? Those would have been, yeah, that was New York, I think starting around 2005. So my friend Anthony and I, who I lived with. Is it dream films? We, well, so first I was making, I made this like short film with my friend Anthony. And then when I was uh, working at this nonprofit, this other guy, it was like no one cared about the job. Everyone just had their other things going on. So this guy, Kenny, introduced himself to me because he heard me talking about my softball league he asked if he could be on the team and then we hit it off and he was a stand-up comedian and he had wanted to make some videos to show at his shows so we started making these like 2 minute videos that he could show before his sets he would perform like at this place for fifi which was kind of like a really cool spot in new york like a lot of uh, comedians who went on to be famous uh, performed there and so anyway so we started making these like 2 minute videos together that we called the dream films i know that since then you have made some feature films. How did those come about? Well, I moved to LA for a couple of years and then I was working at this like marketing company for Disney and that's where I really, I was working pretty hard at the job, but I realized like this was not my passion. I wanted to make movies full time and like just be involved in that, in filmmaking stuff and writing full time. So I just kind of really put an effort into that and I wrote this script that would star me and my friend Kenny. And I moved back to New York and just kind of put effort into like raising money for it. I asked all my friends to contribute some money. Yoel contributed some money. Josh contributed some money.
1: How about and, Jordan? Uh,
3: yeah. Didn't know Jordan yet. I'm sure <laughs> he would have. <laughs> I don't think he would have. Um, because I read that the Cohen brothers, for their first movie, they asked, they needed $15,000 and they thought, we'll just ask 150 people for a $100. So I thought, oh, that kind of is like a good way. And like crowdfunding was just becoming a thing. So. So I did that. So anyway, so I made this feature film called Wedgerino. It was like a comedy. And then I made another film called Skippers. So Wedgerino we filmed in New York, in Brooklyn, and Skippers we filmed in Michigan. Okay, Uh, do you
1: want to just give a quick... I've seen Skippers. Actually, I watched the first half of it. Okay, great. I intend to finish it. Don't need to see the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Just being honest, transparent here. Sure. Why don't you tell the audience just what Skippers is about? So Um, they could get a sense, I think, of your mind and how it works.
3: Right. So, well, first I'll say quickly, Wedgerino is like kind of like a buddy comedy, like about two friends who's this like cool new guy comes to town and he like threatens their friendship because they both want to be friends with him. And it's like their own friendship is threatened. But it's like a, a like a goofy comedy, basically. Skippers also has some goofy, like absurd. A lot of my comedy is like absurd, like offbeat comedy, I guess. So Skippers has some elements of that. It also has like some meditative elements of like, is it more important to like work and make money for a living or to like pursue your dreams? Because these are things I was thinking of when I was writing it, because I had just gotten married, had a kid, and I and uh, I was like, do I have to give up is there on money in my writing? creative stuff? Like, how can I make money and support a family while still pursuing my artistic dreams? So that's kind of what. So Skippers is about a guy who is obsessed with skipping stones, and but doesn't try to. Have a family or a job, and it's like, sh- and he just wants to live in the moment when like the stone is flying over the water, you know, like these brief moments, like a beauty in a brief moment. Wow. But like, you can't hold on to evil. that. I love right, it. Right. So is it, so do you need to find a balance between that and actually making a living?
0: I mean, that's what this podcast is. I mean, this is our right. our, our passion.
1: That but, is our but, passion. Yes. Just living in the
3: moment, enjoying. Yeah. That. You exactly. gotta pursue in your passion. In between the
2: skips. Yes. That's right. <laughs> like
1: that's something that I think that we all are encountering now right between now. like the fame and the fortune of producing this mm-hmm. and putting this out there to the world and like how do we deal with right you know f- regular family life, making a living, and balancing
3: the two. Right. You got to go from the high of making the show to just going back home and yes. it's tough. To right. Your wife and kids. Right. Right. It's also exciting, but I of mean, course. does anything compare to this? Well.
1: Aaron is our producer. We're gonna have him on. Executive um, producer. Executive producer. Um, he'll be on again, but um, this was our first interview. I think it was great, Aaron. We really appreciate you coming on.
3: Thanks for having me, Aaron. How
1: would you grade yourself as a uh, as a guest on our
3: show? I don't know. But, I'll have to listen back. Um, I'm was not great. sure. Have Hopefully grade first, and then you will. We'll back and then you you will listen it. back
1: because you will probably edit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably make yourself right. sound great. Right. Again, any questions about Aaron? Um, number 1, where could they find your movies?
3: Oh, well, they're on different streaming sites. Well, actually, if you go to the Skokie or Wilmette library, you could take it out on DVD. You Could also purchase the DVD. Or they're on you, like Amazon, Vudu, Tubi, all these streaming sites, some of which you may, you or may not Could you also tell us where of. to get a
0: DVD player so we can get the DVDs <laughs> to <laughs> so play it, so um, it. Okay. street? Okay. <laughs> um, I will
3: say a lot of like independent. So I am very into independent filmmaking and um, a lot of it, you have to accept that people, a lot of people are not interested in independent films. So I just try to accept like that. I may have friends who don't even watch my movies. But what can you do? Some people watch them. Some people don't. What and if you have watch friends? half of a movie? Yes.
0: yes. What if you have friends that aren't willing to watch your entire movie, but
3: they're actually willing to
1: act in your movie? I
3: you? I would like that.
1: Okay, guys. Thank you, Aaron. We will see you soon.
3: Thanks for having me. Thank you, Aaron.
1: All right, we also have our next episode. Hopefully, we'll be coming out uh, next week. Our guests, we're lining him up, or her up. We're not going to reveal that just yet. Right. We hope you enjoyed, and looking forward to the next one.